career who knows we'll be getting into that and much more mlb hot stove rumors a hall of fame discussion welcome into phoy philly's podcast tyler zuli jamie lynch renee washington here but before we even get into the excitement about aaron nola's future as well as other things going around it's a victory tuesday jamie you of course are on the eagles post game show yesterday after the eagles had a great comeback win over the chiefs it was not pretty at times it was a very ugly game especially in the first half behind Jalen Hurts, five sacks. But overall, the Eagles, much like they did in their previous eight victories this season, found a way to grind out a win and still sit at the top of the standings in the NFL. Despite what anybody wants to say, the Eagles are the lone team with nine wins coming into this week. Yeah, our our, uh, co-worker Fletcher Cox just walked by, and uh, I think him and the defense (laughs) have a... uh have a uh, real pep in their step today because that defense shut out Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half and, and held them in that game. And, and, you know, I think Sean Desai and all the boys uh, on the defensive side of the ball should be feeling pretty damn good about themselves today. Uh, that was a really impressive win. And I, I, I mock Jalen Hurts' press conferences all the time and the cliches and, you know, Ren is due every day, the main thing, <laughs> the main thing. He's, he's just like a, a cliche robot. But I, I think he's starting to – I think I'm starting to drink the Kool-Aid about the a win's a win, nothing else matters. Yeah. Like, they're 9-1. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been ugly. A lot of people, uh, probably all of us here, agree that their best football has not yet been played. Oh, yeah. But they're 9-1 nine and, one nine and the best one. team in the NFL. So I feel almost foolish complaining about, like, stylistic stuff mm-hmm. if they keep winning like who cares you know what i have no problem admitting and i said this last year as well i would rather lose ugly games than win blowouts i'm um, excuse me win ugly games and win blowouts sure. because in this it's such a long tested. season and you're getting tested and you're still finding ways to win through those tests so i know there's been a lot of people on the fire brian johnson or let's throw it let's Jalen Hurts is struggling. Yeah, I agree that it's been very inconsistent as every other team has been across the NFL week to week. But when you look at their wins, the Dolphins, the Cowboys, the Chiefs, to be able to pull out those wins and even the other games struggling against the Commanders, you know, it's been some ugly football at times, but you're still getting results. So now as you're going into the later part of the season, I feel much better about the Eagles versus them just running through the regular season. And like last year, honestly, you get to the later part against the Saints. Now Jalen Hurts is injured. And the team kind of hits a wall and we're, we're concerned going into the postseason. So I'm, I'm encouraged. A win is a win. And I, I stand by that as well, because there are plenty of teams that find ways to lose. And it's great that the Eagles are finding ways to win. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts looked uh, a little healthier uh, mm-hmm. in his run game. So it looks like the bye week did him well. It was nice to see Cam Jurgens back. Yes. You know, the uh, it wasn't pretty. And, and people may say Jalen Hurts is not having as good of a year last year or this or that, whatever. He's the odds-on favorite to win the NFL MVP. Yeah. So uh, let's take that with a grain of salt and just try to enjoy the ride a little bit because they are the best team in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we worry about this gauntlet they're in. 
Well, what are the other teams saying about facing the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, oh shit, we gotta we gotta play the Eagles. Yeah, and my thing is for everybody that's overly concerned. Like I always talk about on the show, I've talked about with the Phillies, I've talked about with the Union, I've talked about all these different teams. It takes time to gel. It's not the same team as last year. The offense in I think general, they absolutely are. I mean, I was watching Swift. I was like, gosh, man, I loved having him running the ball in the Super Bowl. But you look at the offense, obviously new coordinators on both sides of the ball, but offensively specifically, you know, you bring in someone like Swift. It's going to take time for he them awesome to, figure the, to figure out their, their roles together. He was great. So I'm not concerned. Um, I'm glad that they won. I'm glad that for all the haters, because even 49ers and Cowboys fans and stuff were all oh, like, yeah. oh, yeah, go Chiefs. Now everybody's a Chiefs fan all of a sudden. Yeah. So I have that the Eagles got – business taken care of and now as we go into the stretch the next stretch which is going to be very tough as we know leading up to christmas uh it's going to be some big tests they're not out of the fire yet but we've got people in the chat what's up everybody relative time works spiral out nice to have you here Relative time works. Yes, we're talking Brian Johnson. And we will get to the Phillies. Don't you no, worry. Don't you worry. He, he, I know. I think he hates Brian Johnson. I know. I'm sorry. But listen, <laughs> hey, I, on the other side, the Eagles are still 9-1. and one. So despite what you want to say about anybody, especially BJ, they're still 9-1. and one. Yeah, my uh, my buddy's text chain this morning was like, they got to replace Brian Johnson. I was like, <sighs> I'm I was not like on that okay, train. what's the alternative? It's going back to Nick Sirianni, who willingly gave up the duties. Uh, you remember, Nick Sirianni wasn't like great he was okay but he struggled enough that he gave it up so i'm not like rushing they're having so much success jalen hurts is 27 and 2 in his last 29 nfl that's games what i don't understand like uh jeez that's that's insane and Play calling the, has been questionable at times don't get me wrong sure but, but i'm sure every team's fan base around the league if you ask them about the play calling they'd all have some kind he of is 10 games in as the offensive coordinator I was not expecting him to just jump right in and everything be seamless. And especially you're trying to figure out a team that already has, and I know you were talking about it, we've all talked about it, they have a target on their back. Let's not forget that. For everybody that wants to discredit what Brian Johnson has done or that Jalen Hurts is struggling or whatever else, the Eagles coming off of going to the Super Bowl last year have a huge target on their back, and everybody's playing them just like when they're playing the Chiefs with the hopes of knocking them off, especially now as the top team in the league. Just like the Jets tweeted out when they beat the Eagles, they're like, oh, anybody else that beat the Eagles this year? There's no, nobody that's done it. So you. everybody's trying to be that second team to beat the Eagles, and it's just not happening. Yeah. So Before we get back to the Phillies, let's get it back to the Phillies, man. <laughs> uh, two stats I saw post game last night that just kind of blew me away in regards to Jalen Hurts. And Eugene Krabs is, start, is trying to stir the pot in the chat. I know it. I love it, saying Hurts <laughs> is better than Harper. Fight with your mama. Um, that's a debate for another day, Mr. Krabs. But the two, two stats, one was from Jeff Kerr. Jalen Hurts has won seven straight games by trailing 10-plus points. That's the most by any quarterback in the NFL since the stat was first tracked in Insane. 1991. No other quarterback has more than four straight. This man has won 10 straight, trailing by 10 points. That is, um, that to me is like something innate in you. Like, yes. that's not something you can get better at. That's not something, you know, it's just like that's something in him that he believes, even down 10 or 14 points, mm -hmm. he's going to lead the team back. And I think the team feeds off of that. Uh, and it's, and it's pretty cool. Uh, now, the other stat is from John Clark, and I just have to find this here. Uh, because this one blew me away as well. Um, Jalen Hurts has now won 13 straight games yeah. against teams with winning records. That is the 
This is excluding the playoffs because obviously they lost in the Super Bowl. Uh, that is the longest streak by a quarterback over the last 73 years of the NFL. 73, guys. And That's he also a, made history yesterday with his rushing touchdown because he, after Cam Newton became the next youngest the f- quarterback, or what is it, in four, their first four seasons, I don't have the exact thing written down, but in the first four seasons as, as a starting quarterback to, to pass rushing touchdowns that he did. So he's continuing to make records, yeah. break history, and there's 9-1. to one, And as I know, Eugene, or King Krabs, excuse me, you're now yeah, King. He's, he's elevated is, to King um, Talking about, yeah, you look at the Steelers just fired their offensive coordinator. Obviously, the Bills fired theirs last week. They brought in an interim and, and Brady. Uh, it could be this. That could be the situation that we're talking about here in Philly, but we're talking about an offensive coordinator that many people dislike that's still helping them win. Uh, so yeah, incredible great. stats. It's, when you think it's about a it. nice Tuesday morning in Philadelphia. It is. And I don't care what anybody says. It might be cold outside, but we're warm on the inside Damn, because we're winning. The wind is, uh, it's brutal. Get fucked. It's wind. brutal. It's like that. <laughs> it's that wind that's smacking you in the face yeah. when you walk out the front. I, I don't like, mind oh, the man. cold, but when it's cold and windy, it's absolutely miserable. Oh man, well, Spiral out. You're saying and they should be up 21 at halftime every game. That's just he's, unrealistic. He's, you're just trolling right now. I mean, you're it, no. Yeah, he's relaxed. He, he's just starting um, shit. Jalen Hurts is the black Jesus. Look, he's here, guys. We've got Jalen Hurts uh, right here. Will, you're <laughs> welcome in, Will. All right, guys, let's get back to the Phillies. Just wanted to. We had to. Had to open up with some Eagles talk because we're excited. It's a victory Tuesday, which is always a great thing. So as we know, Aaron Nola, of course, locked in for seven more years with the Phillies. And as we talked about yesterday in our show and as we've continued to talk about, it makes you think about the future. What does this mean for Aaron Nola? What does it mean for Aaron Nola's future as well? I love the different sound bites that I heard from Nola about just how the priorities were where he wanted to set up his family. He wasn't worried about what other players were thinking or what other contracts are or and numbers are being thrown out there for others. He was focused on where he was most comfortable. That's what him and his wife Hunter made the decision around where they want to spend the next seven years where he felt like he could enjoy it. And this quote, you want to enjoy it. That's why it was important for us not to to not run after the highest dollar. That doesn't trump the importance of comfortability in a place you enjoy and raise a family. And for Aaron Nola, this is home. He said that time and time again. He went through the process as a free agent because he said he wanted to just experience it, have opportunity to entertain conversations. But ultimately, the goal was to stay and remain a Philadelphia Philly. So with that, for the past all-star for the guy that had a 4-4-6 ERA this past season who's been a part of the Phillies since 2014 when he was drafted with a plethora of other Phillies that are on the team right now Mr. Durability let's talk about him as possibly at the end of the seven years when you really think about it the crazy thing is we could be having conversations of Mr. Durable as Mr. Icon, Mr. One of the best to ever done it. And when you look across the names of some of the best Phillies ever, a lot of them starting pitchers and, and names like Steve Carlton, Robin Roberts, uh, Mike Schmidt, different names, Pete Alexander. Do you see Aaron Nola cementing his name in the conversations? One of the best Phillies ever, not even just best Phillies pitchers, but one of the best Phillies ever. It, it, uh, yeah. I mean, just for the sake of the longevity of it, I think he's going to put himself up there as one of the top Phillies to ever wear the uniform. Which is crazy because assuming he doesn't fall off a massive cliff, that's oh assuming he gives you, you know, a solid five years of this seven-year deal. Um, you know, Todd Zalecki wrote a st- story on MLB.com the other day that I was reading, and it got kind of got me thinking about it. And Todd said this: He's 30 years old. He'll be 37 when he finishes his 16th season with the Phillies in 2030. 
if he p- pitches at least one game each of the next seven years, only Mike Schmidt will have played more seasons in Philadelphia. Mm. He played 18 seasons. No one has pitched more seasons than the Phillies, than Steve Carlton, which was at 15 seasons. Uh, so in terms of longevity alone, he's most likely going to be the longest tenured Phillies pitcher ever. So that's immediately going to put you up there in wins. It's immediately going to put you up there in K's. Uh, we'll see ERA and whip and all that. Um, but he's a two-time you know, Cy Young finalist. Hopefully he can add to that. Uh, if he doesn't fall off a cliff, there's no doubt about it. He's going to be one of the great Phillies of all time. Uh, the pitchers in terms of war uh, for their career ahead of them, it's it's a list of Hall of Famers. Uh, maybe not Cole Hamels, but Robin Roberts had a career 72. Uh, Carlton it was at 69.4. Very nice. Uh, Grover <laughs> Cleveland Alexander was in at 61.3. Cole Hamels had a 43 war. And Kurt Schilling had a 36.3 war. Now, uh, Aaron Nola is right behind them. I think he was at like 34.5-ish. So it's presumed that he's going to overtake Kurt Schilling. He's got a really good chance to overtake Cole Hamels. And who knows? He might get up there ahead of Grover Cleveland Alexander uh, and behind Steve Carlton in terms of war as a a Philly. So... Mm -hmm. As polarizing as he is, as much as people love, hate him, hate, love yeah. him, whatever it is, he's going to be one of the all-time Phillies. And it's pretty wild to think about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, relative time marks, I see your comment from the uh, quotes that Dave Dombrowski had. I actually, will, we'll touch on that in a moment. So don't worry. We're not ignoring it. We'll circle back to that because Dave Dombrowski's had a, a couple of quotes <laughs> that are worth mentioning. But specifically for Aaron Nola, when you look at the fact the last – Three seasons, he's pitched in exactly 32 games, 12 starts in the shortened 2020 season. And then even before that, 34 starts in 2019, 33 in 2018. You know, we talk about Mr. Durable, and I know even I've been one that's been frustrated. We all have at times that the dip of Aaron Nola when you're cringing and, and nervous. Rat but during the rap four fourth inning. I don't even like to say it. It's, it's up there with moist. It's one of those words. It's one of those things you don't say anymore because it's just like, ah! Um, but when you think about that also on the flip side, when you are pitching so many innings and you're one of the highest, when you look across the board for starting pitchers in the league, highest amount of innings pitched, you know, the numbers, there's going to be a drop-off. He is human. And I know even he was talking about how he's learned how to best maintain what his routine has to be like. But that's a lot of games, and you're sure. bound to have a drop-off. H-G-H. Nobody is expecting anybody to be perfect game in, game out. And I would like to say inning in and inning out. Uh, you don't expect them to be perfect. Rat four, fourth inning consistently being a drop-off is scary. But – it also puts things in perspective. There's a huge sample size we're looking at here. And so for Aaron Nola to have the opportunity to possibly play 16 years in Philly alone absolutely puts him in the conversation for the longevity of the fact that when you look at tenure, he's been here. But then on the other side, um, and I know he's, he's also saying the job's not done yet. The hopes are, of course, a World Series title. If by the end of – if in the next seven years – the Phillies win a title. I mean, this this poop catapults it's, him. It's Absolutely. Prob- it's probably got to get done in the next two to three Absolutely. years. And it should. And if it doesn't, that's... You know, when you look at this course, Schwarber's got two more years. Cassianos has three. JT's mm-hmm. getting up there in age. Harper's entering, you know, in the middle of his prime. Turner's in the middle of his prime. Like, you need to get it done here in, in most likely these next two to three years. So, yes. 
hopefully for the sake of all of their legacies, they'll <laughs> get there because that would really cement them uh, in terms of Philly's lore. Uh, so obviously you hope they get it done because, uh, you know, Aaron Nola, I think part of the reason he's back here is he stepped up big time uh, in September. He found a new gear, I think, before September. And even like the final two starts uh, of the last two starts of August, you saw him starting to like kind of turn a corner a little bit. Yeah. And if he didn't turn that corner, to be honest, I don't think he's back. Uh, I think uh, they were willing to let him walk away at that mm -hmm. point. But then they saw it in September. He he bared down and, you know, outside of an inning or two here in the playoffs, he was pretty spectacular. I think his ERA in the playoffs in those three starts was like a 2.4 or something like that. Um, so, you know, if he didn't do that, he's probably not here. Mm -hmm. we, we're not having this conversation of like, where does he fall amongst the all time great Phillies? Uh, but he did. And I think that that got him one hundred seventy two million dollars from John Middleton. It did. And I know even we were prior to that. Uh, September kind of turnaround towards the end of September, the slump that he was in had a lot of people, ourselves included, saying, all right, maybe this is it for Nola. Maybe no, there was the points final I time. Said, I well, said, we absolutely did on the show. We were like, that's, you know, that's it. This might be the final times that we're seeing him in a Phillies jersey. This final time, you know, where the final countdown was on. The final uh, yeah, I always think of arrest I was hoping it would finally trigger something mm -hmm. musically from you, and yeah. it did. I yeah. saw a little shoulder shake in there, too, and a little head bob. I'm going to count. Do, do. Yes. <laughs> Nothing else goes right today, guys. I got Jamie singing that. I'm going to count that as dancing. Yeah. I saw your body moving. Did That's you ever, dancing. Did uh, you watch Arrested Development? Okay. The rest development. Arrested development. Oh, the show. Yeah, I did actually. Okay. Yeah, 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 with um. Wait, don't tell me his name. Uh oh. Uh oh. No, I'm picturing him. Um, well, last name begins with a B. Bateman. Jason Bateman. Jason Bateman. Ah, and Will Arnett. Yeah. I did. I've seen that. Yeah. I well, actually binged that a little okay. bit. Okay. Yeah. It was. It's it was different. great. Um, Is that what the final countdown makes you think of? Job, uh, when he does his magician act, <laughs> comes out to the final countdown, uh, and it's really it makes me laugh every time I hear the song. There's so many things that it makes me think. You know, of like certain of songs show. just trigger a memory yeah, for you. I, oh, all the time. Yeah. Songs, so, smells. Final yeah, countdown food. triggers Joe Bluth for me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's don't kind forget, of there's show, always actually. there's always money in the banana stand. Right? <laughs> it's kind of show. That's kind of show. <laughs> show. Arrested Melvin. It took me a while. Okay. So the, when they tried to bring it back, it kind of sucked. To be honest. Well, it was. But the original was was yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Yeah. All right. That's interesting. Um, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, Will, we got off the rails. We're back. <laughs> Shark tanked. So. <laughs> Shark tank. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's. You know, they asked us for some ideas for our show and like our programming department. Oh, we should have yeah. a Shark Tank. And maybe we oh, pitched yeah. the Shark Tank. <laughs> See you, Fletch. Nice win, man. <laughs> oh, we actually heard you. Yeah. Yeah. Fletcher Cox, <laughs> our co worker. See you later. Our co worker. That, that flag was bullshit. <laughs> uh, so yeah Jamie's you know. just yelling out into oblivion yeah, yeah, like yeah. him and Fletcher were having a conversation well, that was, was total out. garbage it was it was <laughs> Patrick Mahomes like I saw like the clip was like if you're it, it couldn't be roughing the passer if you're able to turn around and cry to the refs yeah that exactly so he, he annoys me with his crying Oh, uh, yeah. He's There's a, a lot of things that annoy me um, uh, so, do you want to hear the Aaron Nola contract details that came out right before the show do you care about moment. his clauses well, I was actually going to hit on something you were saying, and then we went left, okay. and then we went All left right. again. Get and it back to like, the shark tank. Now we just did a full circle. If, if you make enough lefts, you're, you're now making a right. <laughs> <laughs> so as you mentioned, we saw, of course, the slump for Aaron Nola, but I was reading something that, that struck me that I was pretty interesting, interested in as well. Uh, the fact that Aaron Nola also struggled with 
uh, keeping first base was just a struggle overall. So over the past eight seasons, only four pitchers were weaker than Aaron Nola at holding at first base. Those base runners who had a chance still second. So Aaron Nola also had a huge down struggle with first stealing second. And so according to uh, the metric that does track how well a pitcher is able to prevent runners from advancing from first to second, how much they contribute to outs and all that. And a short list, Aaron Nola um, was higher than most in that. And uh, again, only four pitchers that were higher than him at that. So that was one of the other areas that when I was looking at things that was like, okay, here's, we saw the slumps, we saw the drop off. Um, but when you also look at the list and it's like Noah Syndergaard who had 64 more bases. Ooh. Yeah, he was, he was up there. Don't um, want to be named with him. Something that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he was not in great company there, but that is something that Nola got better at at minus 32 uh there was improvement there so we the point i was making is we've seen improvements and i like i'm all about adjustments i am team adjustments here when you're doing something wrong fix it yeah and aaron nola had the slump he struggled with the base dealers and did a much better job of being able to keep them in check and so for that when the discussions came around i was happy to hear he got this final deal and what was that deal jamie uh, so the contract years? details the just came out so it's 172 over seven as everybody knows which comes out to 24 five a year. I always like to look at the bonuses in these contracts. So Aaron Nola gets 50,000 for making an all-star team. Nice. 100,000 for a Cy Young. 50,000 for second place. 25,000 for third place. He gets 50K for a gold glove, which he'll have to take from his teammate, Zach Wheeler. Uh, 50K for an LCS MVP and a 100K for a World Series MVP. Plus he gets a million dollars if traded prior to the end of 2025 and he acquires 10-5 veto rights in 2025 so, so mm. just some of the uh, the nerdy contract details uh, of Aaron Nola's stuff there <laughs> uh, but as you were saying like as somebody in the chat said he kind of goes down year up year down year up yeah. year uh, and to your point of adjusting uh, one there's a little bit of the World Series fatigue, which, again, you're probably going to have a little bit of this year. But when you threw in the pitch clock and all the rule changes on mm. top of it, you know, I think pitchers around baseball, not just here in Philadelphia, struggled. <laughs> so now that they've had a year to adjust to it, to prepare for it, to maybe train a little differently, yeah. um, you know, I expect Aaron Nola to be better next year than he was this year. I do, too. And I hope so. Um I know King Krabs is talking about his haircut because as it's, you saw in the presser. He's definitely a hack guy. He's 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 more than just a hack guy. Yeah. He's definitely a a goober. Yeah, goober's <laughs> a good word. I see he's goober. He's a, lot. a goober. I know Dave is saying a goonie like all of us. He he definitely looks <laughs> a wee work guy. He definitely is a little bit of a dorky guy. Um, you know, he's not gonna be the the most swaggy, you know, flashy guy. Um, but he could absolutely use a classic hat. I wonder if we'll see a ponytail Nola. Mm, I don't. Mm. I hope not. Ponytails. I hope not. Lead me to think weird things. So uh, I would. I would say pass on that. Um, I don't know the male ponytail. ponytails. I don't know, Tyler. Do you feel me on that? The male ponytail, a little weird. Listen, man. Let pe let people live their lives. Say it with chest. Let people live their lives. <laughs> what? Are, what? Are, what are, I don't know. The male ponytail always. Uh, I don't know. What does it make you think? I don't know. Just <laughs> on, you know. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> Wearing a ponytail. Clearly. It seems annoying. Living life but is what they're doing. ponytails are annoying. Oh, I have one right now. It's yeah. very annoying. So why choose that? I don't know. I mean, if listen, if I could choose, I'd be bald. 
Do it. I should because yeah. hair's annoying. You certainly can choose that. <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> do it. I don't it. think Gower. I can pull off big balls. <laughs> they got, they got zero, uh, I don't think I zero can... clippers. It'll be real quick. Just I don't just... think I can pull off being bald. <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith does it. The uh... I, uh, You need to have a strong face for that. She's got some strong cheekbones. She I does have, I have like a small. Jaw. I have a really small head, and I feel like I wouldn't. I think I'd look like. <laughs> the ponytail folks are going to storm Jamie's house, he said. Yeah, I don't know. I just always found them the male. Are you anti ponytail because you want to? ponytail no no not at all <laughs> no <laughs> so right. yeah, i would well, say it. aaron don't do the ponytail no that's i just hope my not but it, the look he had was very much like classic arandola like the suit was a little bit too big the hair looked like he just was jumped out the shower <laughs> i think hunter dressed him i'm like this is how you show up to your big yeah. this is your moment aaron and uh he is absolutely giving goober. I know Lisa, you're saying the goober trait is what makes him so great. We all can identify. He is. He seems very down to earth, honestly. He does, yeah. Um, he seems like a guy that would be driving like a station wagon. Yeah, I and, can like, see him driving casual. like a beater pickup yeah, truck or oh, something. Yeah, for sure, for sure. For sure. Um, but you know what you guys don't have to worry about being a goober for? It's rocking some great merch at FOCO because at FOCO, you can all have all fantastic merchandise, hoodies, shirts overalls whatever it is you're looking to buy in terms of apparel but also collectibles toys bobbleheads like the ones behind me on your screen head on over to foco use code phly get 10 percent off of your purchase so now as you're going to cheer for all of our favorite goobers and all of our favorite players and athletes i should say you can do so rocking some great merch over at foco i have bought a lot from foco in fact uh i had just Stop looking at the website because every time I would check them out, there'd be something new that was dropping that I wanted. I have an Eagles windbreaker. I've got the Phillies gear that I've worn on the show. I've got a lot of the things from FOCO, the overalls, and you can too. So again, FOCO, use that code PHLY, get 10% off of your purchase to rock some great merch for your favorite teams, athletes, events, whatever it is you're going out to support. All right, goobers, let's talk about some other things going on around the league because we absolutely have had plenty of hot stove conversation and plenty of updates. Now, I have a whole list here, Jamie. Some of them I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tee them up because I wanted you and I wanted everybody to get their authentic reaction of some of these hot stove updates. I'm going to turn my screen because I feel like you're, you can read them. Mm. All right. I won't read. So here's some updates read. for you. I can't read. <laughs> here's some updates for you. Um, Texas Rangers taking a page out of the Phillies book. We know Bryce Harper, who uh, Middleton has now said it, and we all said have said at times, we hope it's going to be a Philly forever. He's out there recruiting, and apparently so is Max Scherzer. So Max has been What's out. What's Psycho Eyes doing? He's out apparently recruiting Shohei Otani to the Rangers, and he was saying in a quote on his appearance on Foul Territory TV, which I didn't know that was the full name of it. He was saying money's great, but winning's better. And he was asked to make a pitch. So the reason he said this, they asked him to make a pitch on behalf of the Rangers to Otani on the show. And he said, money's great, but winning's better. If you want to come win, that's better than money. I promise. Not a great pitch, Max. Take a page from Bryce and the Phillies. We had a Prezi. Yeah, we Max had a whole PowerPoint. Already. Easy to say. Yeah. Max, as we know, definitely got paid last season when he was traded to the Rangers and, uh, Max, not a great, not a great pitch at all. Uh, that would be pretty filthy if he went there with Garcia, Simeon, and uh, Seager in the heart of an order. Um, Sadly, it would be. Well, coming it's, off it's of a the world same reason I, I said to you guys about Shohei Otani going there. Their their contracts are inc- like they're some of their most productive players are making like eight hundred thousand oh, yeah. dollars. 
Mm-hmm. Big yeah, dumb. that would be uh, slightly terrifying if he joined the yeah. Rangers. It would and, be. And oil money goes long, so who knows? They it might does, be able to. Sadly. They might be able to pull that off. And before I circle back to more Shohei Otani news, I'm going to stick with the Rangers because not only has Max been uh, recruiting, if you want to call it that, that wasn't really recruiting. It was. It was highly, highly. Um, it's no sizzle reel that Bryce no, is saying. No, it was. They they took that it was clickbait, and I clicked it, and I took the bait. So <laughs> not only uh, did that happen, but of course there have been discussions for the Rangers as they are looking to deepen their bullpen because although they won a World Series, they are still looking for a missing piece. Hater, I know TimeWorks. Right? I know TimeWorks is does. talking about a closer. Well, the Rangers are looking for a closer, and Josh Hader has continuously been reported that the Rangers are a favorite to pick up Josh Hader. Of course, he's looking for that 102.1 million dollars. He could become the richest relief pitcher in the big leagues with that deal and um even if they're unable to re-sign some players like a jordan montgomery when you look as you talk about that filthy lineup max nathan john gray andrew heaney josh Hader. yeah they were pretty pretty phenomenal in the world series um yeah the rangers are you know a team you're gonna have to worry about it appears they're they're also with like the phillies kind of at this new level of spending um, mm-hmm. probably because they're seeing good returns on investment, much like the Phillies are. Otherwise, you, you probably don't continue to spend like that. For sure. Um, so now they got a taste of winning and, and the money that comes from from that. And, yeah, I mean, the Rangers are a pain in the ass. They are. And also the Braves are another team that's a pain in the ass. So I'm going to save the best for last. Braves already know, of course, the Reynaldo Lopez deal has been official. The contract details came out for his $30 million three-year deal plus a 2027 option. Uh, the Braves also are still looking, according to Steve Phillips. Uh, the Rangers are oh – Lord, the Rangers. The Braves are still looking to get a starting pitcher. They may need two starting pitches is what they're reporting that they're looking at. Sonny Gray and possibly, of course, Yoshinobu Yamamoto um, and some others to possibly fill out their rotation for next season. So the Braves continue – to be very active and trying to deepen their starting pitchers and bullpen as well. And uh, very annoying for yeah, sure. Yeah, and they actually made a move too on top of it. So the Braves, yeah, I think. Yeah, they're not done. Uh, no, like the Yamamoto thing, we'll get into that in a second. But the Braves signed Ronaldo Lopez, three years, $30 million. He was a journeyman last year. I think he was on three different teams. Uh, he did have a nice bounce back at the end of the year uh, from his first half of the season struggles, uh, held headers to good numbers. Uh, but can he sustain that? You know, 29 years old. Uh, I don't know. Tyler, do you have any idea if they're hoping to use him as a starter so or as I, a bullpen? I think, I think the plan is they're looking to stretch him out in spring training and they're going to use him as That's a back-end starter. Yes. I, I I don't know if this is kind of a similar situation to what they, the Phillies did with Matt Strom in the beginning mm-hmm. because of, of relative need. But I, I, I don't know if the, the Braves feel like he's a long-term starter or this is one of those things where he will start the season as one of their starting rotation guys and then you know Bryce Elder will get more innings AJ Smith Shaver will get more innings and 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 he'll kind of transition to the back end of the bullpen that's what they've said is he's going to stretch out like a starter they are actively still looking to bring in as I was just saying from Steve Phillips still looking to bring in a starting pitcher right I think so when I I picture Sonny Gray just looks like he was one of the prospects to potentially fill the void if Aaron Nola did not re-sign with the Phillies uh his name has been 
actively involved in a number of rumors around the Braves. And so I do think if they're if they're seeking two starting pitchers, Sunday Gray yeah. is somebody you can bring Feels in like for, fits. for a good a good financial fit too. Um but Yeah, look, that's a pretty that's a pretty definitely. nasty three between Freed, um, Strider and and Sonny Gray. That you know, the Braves clearly have the Phillies on the mind. Uh, yeah. their shortcomings the last two years after putting up, you know, perhaps the best offensive numbers as a team like ever. Uh, it's probably a, what is it a crawl on your side or a thorn in your side? What, a what's thorn. It? Crawl, a crawl. I say a thorn. Okay. I don't know what you say, Both but I say word. a thorn. Sure. Yeah. I've never heard the other one. No. A crawl. A crawl. Oh, a crawl. Am I making that like up? a crawfish? I don't know. Isn't a crawl something in like a field? No, I don't know. Crawl on my side. Crawl on my whatever. Thorn. We'll go with thorn. Okay, boomer. Yes. Oh, it actually came up. Yeah. Oh, no. stick in someone's crawl. Stick in someone's crawl. Okay. Is the crawl your cheek? I don't know Can you get crawl. to the bottom of this, Renee? <laughs> get inside my mind and figure out what the hell I'm saying. I'm on it. A crawl is not is a the crop of a bird or an insect, but it's also the stomach of a person or animal. Okay. So it's your stomach. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, okay. you're stuck in the crawl. You're stuck in your a stomach. A thorn in my crawl. A, a stick thorn in, my in crawl? your side. But it, it could also be a thorn in your stomach or but a thorn in your crawl. I don't like it. What's happening? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> a thorn. No. Spiral out. A thorn no. up your crawl? No. Sticking in my crawl. Yeah, it's I think stuck sticking. In your, sticking in my crawl. Don't say thorn and crawl on the same thing. That's weird. But it's side and stomach things. are your same, same, no, same, no, same thing. No, 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 no. Hmm. It just sounds too it is, much. It is. Man, see? It was like a thorn in my side. A copper? Maybe I have a it's stuck in my crawl. Yeah, 1930 wow. slang in here. Uh, yeah, some, I don't know. Anyway, spit out, thanks for chewing on some out. straw or something. All but right, that there would be a things, nasty three. I yeah, mean, you're to be a, you're a thorn in my crawl. <laughs> a thorn in your what? Stop there were some interesting. <laughs> there were some interesting comments in the chat prior to the thorn in the crawl conversation. Uh, if you could scroll up a little bit, Tyler, I try not to ignore you guys. I try to make sure that we can hit on some of the things that you're saying. Um, and we had some super boosts oh. last night in our Eagles post game show. So if you ever want to get your chat to the yeah, front of the you line. can super boost and then you definitely won't have your chat read. Maybe we should stop reading your comments. So you super boost <laughs> and then we will read it. Yeah. <laughs> um, what are you trying to make this like the elitist show? You got to pay to be on. You have to I pay mean, to have your comment you read. A super boost. Otherwise, you know I see no comments right now until I see a super boost. <laughs> so until you pay that nine. 99 your comment will no longer be read on phoi please podcast keep commenting i'll put them up on the screen <laughs> <laughs> tyler wow making deals behind our back all right king crab you're saying hater would be a perfect fit for the te for texas i always think of texas um the garlic bread when i texas toast texas toast oh yeah always, i, 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 oh, I always love texas freezer. toast oh my it's one so of the best good. brands of yeah. garlic bread for sure throw it in the um, air fryer real quick. yeah i know i got a request for my song let it burns um, Marshall Lynch is saying for the eighth straight day, making a request. If you make it a super comment, I might <laughs> sing the song. And then also, I saw something about me being the new Siri, but I think my voice could be a great Siri. Jamie Lynch, stuck in your crawl is when you have something stuck yeah, in your bad. stomach. I could see that. You could be a GPS. Yeah, turn left yeah. on Broad Street. And if you were using your GPS, Renee, I would tell you to go to Wayne and Westchester. Because that's the home of Wheelhouse Cards. Wheelhouse is our go-to sports card gift and apparel shop in the Delaware Valley. Just plug it in your GPS. They'll take you right there. Their motto is cards and community because a love of sports unites us all. They carry all your favorite card brands like Topps Chrome Baseball and Mosaic Football. Uh, they got 
you know, sweet gear, t-shirt, hats, hoodies from a lot of your favorite brands like Mitchell and Ness, 47 brand, junk food, starter, and shy vintage sports. And if you're looking to grade your sports card collection, well, Wheelhouse got you covered because they offer PSA grading submissions. They also host a ton of different family-friendly events and birthday parties every month. So stop into either of their stores. Plug it in. Wayne in Westchester, right into your GPS. Renee can talk you through it. Open seven days per week at 11 a.m. Use code PHLY to get $10 off any purchase of $25 or more in-store. Also, be sure to give them a follow at Wheelhouse Cards on Instagram. There we go. All right. Well, breaking news. Thank you, John, for sharing that in we the chat. Breaking news? I am the new Siri. Wow. Breaking news. The Padres have hired Mike Schultz as the new manager. So from the Cardinals to the Padres. Yeah. Yay, I guess. Woo. Congrats to Mike. If your last name is Schultz. Schilt. Not gonna curse. I bet it got picked on a lot growing up. I bet like kids probably would take little... shield and make it all types of things. Yeah, I would imagine he he probably heard some things. Yeah. yeah. All right, back to the hot stove. Congrats to Mike, I guess. From the Cardinals to the Padres. Whoopity doo da, zippity doo da, zippity day. My oh my, what's on the hot stove this day? <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. All right. She's all evil out, folks. <laughs> uh, I don't know what to tell you. Woo! So, some other news. And spiral news. out, yeah, Shive Sports is super legit. For sure, That's for all. sure. So, some other news, and I'm saving Yamamoto and Otani for last. But also, for the Yankees, I'm just, maybe I should read each one in a different accent. The Yankees <laughs> and Giants have been two of the front runners to possibly pursue Jong-Hoo Lee. The South Korean outfielder is one of the more intriguing players available this year in the free agent class. He comes from the Kiwoom Heroes, and he will be made available to MLB teams via posting at some time very shortly in the next few weeks. And apparently, the Yankees and the Giants are interested in pursuing him. <laughs> My buddy, whenever he used to get drunk, <laughs> would always go into a British accent. I got a lot of accents I can and, speak uh, in. We were just talking to him the other day about how annoying that was. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I was, I don't know why I did that. I like uh, some shade. Yeah. Um, okay, last so but yes, not least. He, is, uh, he won the MVP of the Korean League two years ago. Yes. Kind of had a little bit of a, a, a step back this past year. 25 years old, as you said, left-handed center fielder. Um, he's, he's apparently pretty interesting in some teams. Mm -hmm. Again, 25 years old. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, most free agents aren't going to hit the market at 25 years old. Uh, so these guys coming over from other leagues, that certainly is appealing to teams. So, you know, there's a good chance. The Yankees need some healthy, stable outfielders. The Giants need a little bit of everything. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll be interested to see what he gets paid. Well, I'm glad that my accent was also appealing to you guys, that I just won some bonus points. You know what else is appealing to you? Hero Bread, because Hero Bread gives you a chance to eat right, eat healthy, and make sure you are doing it with Hero Bread. Now, over at Hero Bread, you can have soft, fluffy, delicious bread rolls, uh, tortillas, anything that you're looking to eat. And you can head on over there to hero.co, use the code PHLY, get 10% off of your purchase. And over at Hero Bread, their bread has fewer calories than the leading national brand. They also are high fiber, ultra low net carbs, zero gram sugar. And they also have created bread that regardless of your allergy, dietary, or even lifestyle constraints or decisions, that Hero Bread has an option for you. So again, for those of you that are listening 
to us live and watching the show. It's on your screen for anybody tuned in on podcast platforms. As always, the code is PHLY over at hero.co, or you can also purchase some of their bread on Amazon as well and get 10% off. All right, last two on the hot stove for you guys. Uh, let's go Yamamoto first. It's not nearly as exciting as Shohei Otani. So as we know, Yamamoto was officially posted this morning. That was um, announced yesterday that it would be happening today. Posted going through uh, 4 p.m. Central Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. I believe that is January 4th. And then there have been several teams interested without a doubt. Uh, of course, the Phillies that we're hoping are in the mix. Then the Mets, the Braves, St. Louis, Chicago, San Francisco, the Padres, the Dodgers, Arizona, the Yankees, Toronto, Boston, Detroit, and Texas. That's all. That's yeah. all the so teams. So every team with money. <laughs> Every team. Every single team that is interested um, that can afford to pay for Yamamoto is trying to pay for Yamamoto. So that's about a dozen or so teams that I'm counting. Yeah. No surprise there. Yeah. That's I'm, not really I, I, I am. So I think it was Buster Olney was talking about uh, Yamamoto might stall the pitcher's market now because so many of these top teams might ha have a little, you know, Blake Snell doubt might prefer the 25 year old all these teams are going to be in a frenzy to go get them now everybody else might wait until he resets the market well. so it'll be interesting to see how long yamamoto takes uh, how much of these 45 days he takes up is this something at the winter meetings where um you know they have their ducks all lined up before then they make the decision then and then the floodgates open for the rest of the starting pitcher but i wouldn't be surprised to to see a stall here and that does kind of make you feel good that Aaron Nola's locked up and, like, the Phillies don't have to sweat that out. Mm -hmm. uh, because, it's, you know, if they get involved with the Yamamoto thing, I still think it's a, an extreme long shot. Uh, it would be awesome and, like, you know, icing yeah. on top. But it's nice to, all right, whew, our number one priority was taken care Bingo. of. Uh, and now you can focus on bullpen and a corner outfielder or center fielder. Uh, and, and take it. But Yamamoto is definitely going to stall the market here. Yeah, 14 teams at least that are interested in signing Yamamoto. And I had heard reports that Shohei Otani and others, their camp is, as you mentioned, possibly going to wait to see what Yamamoto goes for and then, you know, go from there. Uh, and as I believe, yeah, John was saying in the chat, or spiral out, excuse me, 45 more days of speculation around Yamamoto. Probably will be before 45, but... I would think um, he doesn't take the full 45. I don't think so. I hope not. He's been thinking about this all year, like where he would prefer to be. So as yeah. long as the money's equal, he's going to go to where, whatever he's been thinking about this past year. Exactly. I, I, just somebody get that man some pork roll or scrapple. I know, I know. Done, done deal. You know? Well, here are some Shohei Otani updates for you. I've got a few different ones. Now... Chris Mad Dog Russo, the Mad Dog, I love, reported <laughs> I love Mad that Dog. the Dodgers are interested in trading for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Wow, that would be quite an offseason. Interesting, very interesting. Um, that's what's being rumored out there. The other thing that I heard, and this actually had me thinking, it made complete sense that Ken Rosenthal was saying that Shohei's free agency is the same model as Messi's in Miami when you think about the fact that when Messi was signed officially to Miami, all of a sudden, jersey sales, ticket sales went through the roof. They went from having the worst attendance in Major League Soccer to the best. They went from being one of the worst teams in Major League Soccer out of the playoff picture to being in the playoff hunt and being a team that was winning hardware. So he literally helped by bringing Messi, his addition helped 
with funding their new stadium project, getting more seats, butts in seats, getting them to be actually competitive in the league. And Shohei Otani absolutely has that effect. He could have them. He will have the messy effect on wherever he goes. So then last thing that it makes you wonder is where he goes, where will he play? Because apparently now also, not only is Shohei Otani, who we know is not going to be able to pitch this upcoming season yeah. and will be a DH. Now there have been reports, and this is Zach Bahar of Bleach Report that said this, um, and I was reading the piece on, that um, an executive has come forward and said, anonymously, of course, because why would I throw his name out there, mm -hmm. that Shohei Otani um, is possibly going to be considered to play the outfield so the executive was saying i would argue if he's not pitching he's at least going to play the outfield maybe center field at least at this stage of his career he can really run and he's one of the best athletes in the game he should be able to at least play right field that anonymous executive added ken Re Re rosenthal shared this um it was in zach bahar's article but it was ken rosenthal that had the actual quote uh so an anonymous major league baseball executive has saying said that the two-time al mvp instead of being a pitcher can hmm. serve as an outfielder yeah i mean if you're gonna invest like uh, up to a decade in this guy i i you know i know he's uh Going to be up there in Cy Young voting every year. He's healthy as a pitcher, but in the meantime, might as well put him in the field. If Kyle Schwarber, Reese Hoskins, and Nick Castellanos can play full seasons of Major League Outfield, uh, then there's no <laughs> doubt in my mind that Shohei Otani can be better than them. <laughs> you know, so like... <laughs> That's where the bar is at. Yeah, like why wouldn't you consider it? Uh, but then that goes in, if you are considering that and his camp is on board for a more long-term thing, how does that affect his money? He might right. say like... No, nah, I don't want to play the outfield because I'm a dominant pitcher and I can get paid as a pitcher and a home run leader in this league. Uh, so his contract is going to be fascinating. I mean, very much so. It's it's going to be wild numbers. Uh, we'll see what happens. You know, I, I wonder how much that short term high money thing is actually on the table or not. Um, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see. Otani and Yamamoto are definitely. Two of the, the two most interesting uh, things to follow here as we approach the winter meetings and, mm -hmm. and the hot stove really heats up. Yeah, it's wild when you think about all the rumors that we heard from Shohei Otani so far in the last couple of weeks as we talk about long-term contract, being open to taking a short-term deal, yeah. wanting to be closer to the wanting to be on the West Coast in general, to be closer to home. Give him a hundred million dollars to, play to, one to year being here. anywhere. Um, and now that as it not only knowing that he has one year that he will not be able to pitch the potential that Shohei Otani could be playing in the outfield, according to this anonymous executive makes you wonder exactly what are the conversations being half held behind the scenes around Shohei Otani in his future? Because as we know the hottest name on the market, who's going to have a lot of zeros attached to his deal oh, yeah. that Shohei Otani. It seems like a lot of teams are trying to figure out how they can best utilize him and also best make sure that they're getting their money's worth knowing he can't pitch this upcoming season. So yeah, it's going to be fascinating to keep. I was like, wow, Shohei Otani in the outfield, right field, <laughs> left field, better field, anywhere. Provolone on John defense. in the chat says, could Otani the pitcher sign with one team and Otani the hitter sign with another? <laughs> Both deals would be epic. And that's why we're talking about such crazy money because he's right. Like if he was to sign as a pitcher on the open market, he would probably be the highest annual average oh salary gosh. pitcher contract. And if he was to sign as a hitter on the open market, he would probably be the highest. Like, it's wild it's to wild. think about 
what a freakazoid this guy is. And that um, is why that anonymous executive feels like because he's such a freak athlete, he has the ability to play in the outfield. Yeah. And like if Kyle Schwarber did it, anyone <laughs> can do it. Listen, I don't put anything past Joey Otani. He definitely is in a league of his own. And I absolutely would not be surprised if he could play first base, right field, what, mm-hmm. catcher, whatever. I don't know. Try yeah. him somewhere. See where we can go. And, and Cousin Marsh is in the <laughs> chat. I am uh, vehemently opposed to uh, pumpkin spiced anything. The uh, With the one exception of the coffee the uh the pumpkin ice foam well once in a while i can tolerate one of those but mostly pumpkin anything i'm out on so i'm just today was a uh, a double espresso shot is it a pumpkin spice no it's just oh. a normal blonde roast with uh, two shots normal, of espresso. espresso did you know that light roast coffee has more caffeine than dark roast i know nothing about coffee because i That's don't right. drink tyler it. did you know that <laughs> light roast coffee has more caffeine than dark roast yeah no the the caffeine that i drink at this point probably is, bord- here is borderline coffee, illegal yeah, i do not drink coffee. <laughs> like like they're probably one or two uh, elements away from yeah, it being yeah. like uh, <laughs> illegal jet, like jet fuel so uh i don't drink a whole lot yeah. of coffee anymore uh, so Tyler's been all hopped up on um, borderline illegal uh, caffeinated beverages. Yeah, these energy drinks are so bad for yeah, me. Yeah, they are. And he stepped into his sicko trade lab, Renee. And I know the chat and the people that listen to this show really enjoyed Tyler's sicko trade proposals. <laughs> uh, Renee, Tyler cooked up two more for Let's us. Let's see what you got. I haven't seen either of them. So other ways to skin a cat, sorry, Peta, is to go make a trade. I never liked that saying. It's, it's just it's pretty gross. sick, yeah. It's, it's disgusting. pretty sick. But do you have a another one you want to substitute in its there's place? An, there's more ways to carve a pumpkin. I just made that up on the spot. Yeah, I, there's a reason that's not the same. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> there's more ways to get to your final destination. Yes, than it just doesn't one. have to be free agent. So we've been toying around <laughs> with the idea of trades here and there. So Tyler, floor is yours. All right. So we have we do have two trades. So I want right. I want to ask you guys which one do you want first? One is more realistic the other one is kind of a pipe dream type mm. trade surprise us all right, actually so, don't tell us just drop one in all right so here's your first and one. then we'll try to guess your boy tyler glasnow from the rays and the rays would get griff mcgarry <laughs> ethan wilson and brian rincone done uh, i'm in uh, I assume this is your more realistic this one. This is the more realistic one. Okay. Yes. Rightfully so, because your unrealistic one's going to have like I'm, 20 names on there. There's nothing there. I, I, I'm no. going to lose sleep over losing. No. Not we know you're a big names. Tyler fan, Tyler. Only like six. And Glasnow is <laughs> not the most durable guy in the world. Seems to get hurt all the time. Yeah. But I think for what you're giving up there, the upside is worth it. Yeah, T-Zool. <laughs> AKA T Zizzle, AKA King Zulu. That's what Marshall Lynch said. I said T Zul. I think that's a so realistic trait. That, that is, by the way, that is what, uh, that's been my nickname for pretty much my entire existence. T Zizzle? No, 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 no. T Zul. <laughs> oh, see? I started calling you that. Well, not, that, I didn't that, start the nickname. That, that started but like, in like, like early school. middle school. Did you ever call yeah. him that? No. Exactly. Some friend. I've known you way less than Jamie has. And just, bam, I'm I already a, picked I'm up a on Tyler your guy. grade school nickname. So, Tyler, your sicko trade number one, I'm in on. I'm I in. like that. I'm in. I like it. I think it makes sense. Now, are, you, are you guys, will, are you guys like, willing to re-sign him? Glasnow? Because he's on the final year of his contract. Uh, not before I the like season. A nice, I like a nice one I, year. You, you know, we get to see this year, and then maybe we talk about that I after. would have to see how many innings he pitched. Because if he's another, you know, 105 innings, 95 would innings, you, are you saying you would not. re-sign him before seeing him step? I, I think I think if you re-sign him, 
now, like if you make that trade and re-sign him now, the value, the market value is probably less than if you allow him to have a good year. Now, granted, th- there are risks with that because if he pitches, like, like Jamie said, if he sure. pitches poorly or doesn't throw a lot of innings, then you're paying a guy to yeah. you know, not see the field. But I think that your, your AAV would be less if you signed him fairly quickly as opposed to letting the season play out. Yeah, you could probably get him, if you sign him quickly now before next season, you could probably get him, what, 20, 21 a year or something in that neighborhood, I'm assuming. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's twenty. I I he's, he's, he's 25 this year, but I, I don't expect him to get 25 a year. I mean, Zach Wheeler was a guy, um, you know, granted it was a free agent trade, but health was kind of his drawback in New York where he wasn't able to string it together year after year. He had the blister issue. He had a back mm-hmm. issue at one point. Uh, just it's something seemed to always bite him. And now he's been Mr. Durable with the Phillies. So if he played the the gamble that way, uh, Tyler Glasnow could be pretty exciting. And to the point of Yamamoto being 25, he's that same type of guy there. Uh, age-wise, that could be, you know, a future to, to uh, a bridge to painter. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Uh, trade proposal number two. The All right, outlandish well, if, one. If you're the looking, pipe dream sicko trade that you cooked up. If for you're us. looking for a bridge to painter, then this is not the the uh, the move for you because uh, Andrew Painter has to be involved oh. in this upcoming deal. What? This is this is Vince Pellegrini's dream right yeah, here. Yeah, he loves this. Luis Robert from the right, the White Sox. The White Sox get Andrew Painter, Griff McGarry, Simon Muziati, Starlin Caba, and Johan Rojas. That is quite a package. That's what she said. Oh, no. Oh, man, that's a lot. Uh, that is a lot. Um, How many of those players, what was it, five in, in Rojas? Or was it four in Rojas? Four in Rojas. Ooh. How many of those five players do I think pan out to a level of Luis Robert? Uh, oh, oh, Luis Robert. Probably none. Uh, but Andrew Painter, um, not. Oh man, that's a t- Tyler. You son of a bitch. That's a tough one. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, sorry. I actually think that's a good trade. Um, it's going to take a package like that to yeah. get him. Because what's what's he, 24 years old? He's young. I he, think he's he 25 he's or 26. 26. 26, okay. Um, and he's, his his contract is is fairly reasonable. It's 12 and a half this actually, upcoming year, 15 next year. I like this one better year. than the, than the Tyler deal. Center? Left. Left. And then so, what, Martian Center? He's coming yes. off of a mild MCL sprain, which is not an, a concern at all. Um, his his numbers mm. are incredible. Yeah, uh, and he'd really... be a great outfielder. And I, that would solve a lot of problems for the Phillies in the outfield, which <sighs> has been something that, as Dave Dombrowski talked about, they, even though, and I know t- uh, Relative Time Marks brought this up earlier, they don't feel any glaring issues, but the outfield is one of the things they are trying to figure out. And I, uh, I actually think I'd be for it. I uh, I agree with John in the chat. It's if you swap out, though. if you swapped out Andrew Painter for Mick Abel, I'm 100 percent doing I, it. I, I don't think I don't think you it. get him. But I think you have to have spot. Painter in that. Yeah, I agree. So, you have to have Painter in that but in how order often, to make the deal. I know, I know happen. what he is in in terms of the league and his respect. But I feel like most guys that are traded don't. A lot of teams' number one prospects are. I feel like they're rarely traded. Th- that's probably fair, but I think this is the this is also the first time in a really long time the Phillies' number one prospect like truly is a number one prospect. Yeah. Like for years, their number one was like, oh wow, that guy would be somebody's four. 
Yeah. Like when yeah. like when the Phillies traded um, Mickey Moniak. Yeah. Or maybe no, I'm sorry. When the Phillies traded uh, Logan O'Hoppy, he became I think immediately became the Angels' number one prospect, which yeah. like shows you That's how bad, bad they're on the Angels' part. Um, all right, I, I need to I, I need I to make a decision. I know it's a lot that the Phillies would have to give up, and I do agree it's tough to think about giving up Painter, but for a right now ready, you're, I, you're I would in. take it. So I would take the deal. I think I'm passing, and I want to get your decision. The The alternative trade I'll provide you is oh, you take out Painter and Rojas, and instead you can put Abel, but it, you have to include Marsh. Done. Oh, yeah, that's I'd done. rather give that up Marsh be, and, an, and Abel I, than Painter and Rojas. Without so doubt. What, what if you had to include... Marsh and Crawford. Crawford, with Abel. no. No. You're still keeping Painter, but you're giving up Abel, John McGarry, is saying something Crawford, similar. Marsh, oh, Crawford, and man. all that other oh. stuff. John is saying in the chat, if they wanted Rojas or Crawford to swap Painter for Abel, I'm still in. What's this piece? Uh, MBD <laughs> says, thank you for not giving us Dylan Cease. Uh, oh, that's that's yes. an interesting one. I know that's one uh, Vince Pellegrini here in our offices is walking around. <laughs> There's just, Vince. There just he is. muttering to himself, give me this, give me Luis. Um, he said his contract is amazing. Uh, he would do the deal you in a second. got to give to be able to get Jamie, and I'm a thousand percent. I'm, I'm, like, I'm with Vince on this one, actually. I'm always the guy that says it's a Phillies prospect. They're never going to pan out. Just trade them. But for some reason, I, I have a real hesitancy with Painter to do it. Because what's your future pipeline of pitching then? Figure it out, Orion. You know, like bringing Yamamoto, and, and it's and it's still a gamble that he pans out. But yeah. you have, I mean, Griff McGarry fell out of the Phillies' top ten prospects. He's not really a guy you can count on anymore. Mick Abel struggled, but showed some signs uh, of getting it back together again this year. Painter Painter's the one like you need him to be the next homegrown Phillies pitcher or I don't know where that's coming from. You can't continually uh, address pitching in free agency. You see it this year. There's eight teams looking for multiple starting pitchers, not just one, multiple starting pitchers. Uh, so I am hesitant to give up Andrew Painter uh, because I think he's the one. Uh yeah, yeah. Like, people in the chat are agreeing with you. The painter's the untouchable. Lisa's saying you're not giving up your number one. Abel and March, I think, makes that deal without sure. a doubt uh -huh. that Absolutely. much easier. Um, it's tough because Luis Robert, um, <laughs> the numbers from 2023, even with getting injured um, in his 145 games played, a 2.64 at batting average, 38 home runs, which is ninth in the league, 80 RBIs. An eight five seven OPS, um, but also the, what he can bring in the outfield. I just, I mean, this is a Gold Glove player you're bringing in. I like it with Abel and with I just Marsh. Think, I, I just think without a doubt, but I. That's the, like the easiest position to supplement your roster. But we've with. had some. So names. I don't. I just don't want to give it up we've for an had, outfielder. And I know his deal to Vince's point and others' point. He. Uh, 12-5 this year, 15 the next year, and then club options of 20 and 20 million. So it's essentially four years, and that's 40, 55, 67 and a half million dollars. So four years and 67 and a half million. That's pretty. It's pretty damn appealing. Like, but that's also why he's going to get a ton. And Crawford and and Painter, I don't want to say are untouchable because nobody's really untouchable. But they're as close to untouchable for me 
um, as exists in Philly's mm. prospect land. So I'm out, but I understand if you want to make that trade. Um, I totally get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, we were actually just adding an accent to his name because I've been talking in accents, but we actually definitely know how to say his name. We don't need JP King Krabs. Yeah, um, we we're, were just we're putting just, some stank on it. Jamie was trying to copy my accents, and apparently it didn't deliver well enough. And then it's I tried to copy Jamie. Bam. So, and, yeah. and by the way, guys, John Sequela <laughs> makes a good point. Like, if you do have Robert on that deal, by the time he becomes a free agent, he's only 30. The likelihood is you're probably re-signing him at well, that point. Because everybody loves playing in Philadelphia. He blocks J.P. Crawford. Yeah, unless but you, you could, want, unless you. But want, he has left and center capability. So sure. if Crawford's the true center fielder, then you just put Robert in left field. Yeah, that's totally fair. That's the other part. So I don't think it's a true block. I um, do think to spiral out this point, and this is actually why I like the deal. It is a win now. Team, you pull the trigger on a deal like this. We don't know. It is a tough call on Painter. Agree with all of you guys. Sure. But it's n we know for sure what you're going to get with Luis. Yeah, and it's it, is, it does allow for it does. It's it's a win now, and it does then make you have to scramble a little bit for the future. But as we talk about, even with the Aaron Nola seven deal and every, seven year deal and everything else, you know, it's we'll t we'll focus on those things after win a World Series. I, I, I gotta say, I agree forward. with the commenters. I agree with the listeners. I'm a big fan of Tyler Suley's sicko trade proposals. It gets you thinking. That's it really for does. Sure. That was a good one, Tyler. I like that a lot. Yeah. Well, you know what else can get you thinking and buying? That's for sure. That's a PHLY locker room because we have a Black Friday sale coming your way, guys. As we are Friday. celebrating the holidays, head on over to the PHLYlocker.com and you can get nice 25% off deal. You also can spend $75 or more and get a $15 gift card when you head over now. So as you're looking to shop for the holidays and you want to support your fav one of your favorite shows, why not do it at the PHLY Locker Black Friday deal? And guys, these deals are fantastic. You can get the hoodies, any sort of merch um, that we have there for you. And it does run from Black Friday on November 24th all the way through November 27th. Spend $75 or more, get a $15 gift card, and it's 25% off the entire PHLY Locker at phlylocker.com. So shop, shop, shop till you drop, drop, drop. Uh, All right. Lisa I, was asking, do you have any concern about Painter and the Tommy John before we get to guess that bullpen or guess that ballpark? Uh, I think he's going to come out like Henry Rowan Gardner throwing even harder. So yeah. I, I'm just happy he got it done early in his career and not like when That's he true. was kind of relied on. So with the Tommy John in the, in the modern day, I don't really have a concern about it. Um, yeah. Which may be foolish of me to say, but I think he's going to come out and, and be throwing even harder. So, all, you know, not all for it, but I'm glad it happened earlier in his career than like at age 27. So. Yeah. Well, although we do not have time to talk about the whole of Fame ballot, we'll do that, we'll do that tomorrow because we have plenty of time talk. in all Wednesday edition of PHLY Phillies podcast. But with that, it's time for. It's, it seemed like you were kind of like crossing two accents there. No? Look, what are you talking like, about? Like you went in and out. I'm right. giving a little bit of. I'm you know, sprinkling <laughs> on some different accents here. Time for Guess That Ballpark! Oh, man. Oh, no, I don't have my list ready. Oh. Okay, so already we've had, just to recap, gosh, Tyler, Tizu, you moved way too fast. I wanted to recap the ones that we've guessed already. Actually, I don't remember yesterday's, anyways. What was yesterday? I don't know. Mm, all right. Yesterday was uh, T Mobile. Oh, yeah. Okay. I need to write that down. Like, I am going to go. I haven't even I'm going to fire yet. right away, Renee. Really no. crank up the pressure Gosh, on you. I haven't even looked yet. 
I am going to go. Tyler, let me just double check that this hasn't been guessed yet. The Reds, Great American Ballpark, whatever the hell it's called. We have not used Great American yet. Correct. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Final answer. This is like me in my SAT. I'm, a ra- uh, I'm racing to okay. finish. I don't even care about getting right. Here's my blue book, Teach. I'm going Great American Ballpark Screw in Cincinnati. Screw the blue book, man. They were the worst. <laughs> they were the worst. Oh, my God. Literally the worst. Wow. I thought it was Comerica, but we already did that. Great. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You're that student, Jamie. You're yeah. annoying. And then you put pressure on the other students yep. like me. Yep. Because then like you're it. looking up and going, how's he done already? Yeah, Is this kid a genius? And what I'm, I'm like, thinking no, right now. I'm an idiot. And I raced through this test and I'm probably going to get a C plus B minus. I kind of want to say nationals. That's, I, I've been to that stadium. That's not a big guess. I Oracle, Sky Dome, Tampa Bay. The Sky Dome doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Marsh is like Marge just throwing random stuff out there. Year. I don't know. Uh, Teasel, you claimed you were going to throw some other randoms in there. I never know with you. Um, okay, I kind of want to go nationals. Wow, spiral mm-hmm. out. Make your picks, cowards. That's so mean. I'd say we, uh, everybody in the chat tends to agree. A one-minute countdown begins. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Tropicana Field. I can't. Mm-hmm. I love. I really enjoy this game because I love the torture it brings to Renee's life. Wow. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I like seeing terrible. you go through the ringer here. I thought we were friends. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I wish the worst for some of my best friends. Oh, thanks. So, you know, it I wouldn't be a true friend like if I didn't enjoy watching you get tortured. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're at 30 seconds, folks. Wait, what? It's not my fault that you started so quickly. I was just trying to well, introduce the segment to people because they don't all know Guess That Ballpark. Well, okay. Guess That Ballpark, man. I'm going to go. I don't know if mine's right. Like I just, I just, and so many people are saying that. Well, they're not really actually saying nobody's that. Nobody's with me on the Reds, huh? All right, Tyler Teasel, it's time for the question of the day. Okay. The most important question Has of the day. Has this stadium been guessed yet? Have we heard the answer yet between the chat and the out loud conversation? You have. (gasps) Oh. Oh, no. Is it the man sitting to your left? We don't know. Is it the bird killer to my left? Okay. Mm. Oh, my God. by, By the way, I'm an idiot. I was making. I was like. I was giving Martian Lynch crap, but the saying the Sky Dome doesn't exist anymore. It's the Rogers Center. It's the Rogers. Yeah, I was thinking about. I was thinking about the King Dome. The kingdom was in the kingdom Seattle. doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. That's safe. Go so Martian Lynch, I apologize. Yes. The Sky Dome is the now Sky the Rock- Dome yes. is the Rogers Roger Center. Center. Yes. And this is why it's very shy. Park spiral out. I don't think is right. Uh, but thank you for your guess. All right, Renee. The people God, want an so answer. Difficult. I agree with you, Lisa. Why is it so hard? Fire it in, coward. What's your final answer? I don't know. You got to guess, Renee. There needs to be multiple choice on this. You're just going to have to guess. It's not that hard. It is, though. Difficult. I don't know. I fired in, what, eight seconds? All right. I saw a lot of people <laughs> saying Tropicana Fields. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here. Yeah, keep laughing and stall. Laugh some more. Ha, 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 Not that far from the, <laughs> not that far from the truth. <laughs> Uh, all right sometimes you don't even mean it oh that was really bad jamie that was really bad all right okay okay okay. all right final answer let's go (laughs) i'm gonna go with rip the band-aid um I think Tropicana, right. because Tropicana. the people in the chat said it, and I do, I do kind of see it. Hey, Tyler, come on. Oh Great my American God. Ballpark, yeah! baby. Damn it. Woo! Damn it. 
look like Great American Ballpark, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez. So you're, you're like Sister Bear in Bernstein Bears. Brother Bear started the Boys Club because he didn't like the war whooping Sister would do when she won. Yeah. Thank you, friends. We did it, guys. Well, you know where else you can do it, Renee? That's at the Game Time app. You can go get tickets to your favorite <laughs> concert, theater, sports show. You can do it all at Game Time. Use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. I've now used Game Time app already twice in the short time we've been here on the show, uh, and I thought it was awesome. Uh, I did a music concert. Obviously, I don't know what other kind of concert there is, maybe a, a, an orchestra concert. Uh, but I went to a, a, a musical concert and then a stand-up comedian. Uh, and the thing I liked most about the Game Time app was being able to see my seat view uh, while I was purchasing the tickets, especially something at a comedy show. You'd love to know your view. Uh, they do flash deals and last-minute tickets, so it's easy to find, bind, uh, buy all the tickets you need for every event in your area. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance Game Time has deals right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. So snag tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code PHLY for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code PHLY for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Guaranteed. Oh, How do so you like them apples, Caillou? Mm, well, I still think that was Great American <laughs> Ballpark, and Tyler just was fed wrong information, but that's okay. <laughs> Guys, here, here's here's I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. Remember, like a week and a half ago, when I put the the, the image up there by mistake, mm -hmm. that was Great American Ballpark. We're not using it. <laughs> well, it has to be used at some point. Yeah, you can't yeah, not use it, but like not for a while. I got I gotta like let you guys forget that. that I happened. forgot. I, I never already forgot. forgot. You're giving me way too much credit. I never forgot. I'm not gonna lie. Every time you a new one goes up, I kind of think it's Great American. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. Well. All right. Well, Marshall and Rudy had Friendsgiving. Unfortunately, it was delicious. Uh, we had that on what is today? Tuesday. We had that last week on thir Thursday. Wow, days. You know, it's so hard to think about the days of the week when you're winning. Oh, it's Victory Tuesday. Are we done here? <laughs> Gosh, you know what makes it greater is that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. It doesn't make it greater. <laughs> Jamie. <laughs> you all right? Oh, man. She's crying. I, I don't. I, I think she's lost it, folks. Hi, I'm sorry. I'm back. Ooh, I'm back. Ah. Uh, yeah. You no, know, I just want to say thank you to all my all of you guys out there that made this possible. Would you win an Oscar? <laughs> they love me. They really, because really together, love together me. Together, we got to figure out what the answer was. I was on the fence. Uh -huh. So many people were saying Tropicana, and it was really like you know phoning a friend. You guys are mm -hmm. my friends, and I'm so happy. Uh -huh. Um. Happy for all of you. It's great. <laughs> So Marshall Lynch is saying if we ask if the answer's been set on the chat, 
That should be banned. We don't ask if it's been said in the chat. We ask if it's been said between oh, yeah. the chat Here and the Here comes another us. justifying of cheating. Yeah. It's not cheating. You're Our crowdsourcing questions. your answers. I'm not crowdsourcing. You got to fire Diesel. them in in eight seconds like me and just be wrong. <laughs> Stop saying, stop with all these really weird, inappropriate comments, Jamie. Wait, did I say something inappropriate there? I don't even know what I say it anymore. <laughs> we ask if it's been said between the chat and between uh, us, and then that's when Teasel. Oh, you mean the chat and the one guess that is said out loud? <laughs> I had said a guess out loud, mm -hmm. and then I changed it <laughs> because I was on the fence between two options, and whatever, I went with whatever the better helps option. you win this game or not. This if has you been win, fun, guys. it will make me happy that you're fun. happy that you won. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope that you guys are having a blast joining us each and every day for guess that ballpark hit that like button while you're stove. in here yeah hit the like hit give us a thumbs up uh, make sure you're also subscribing you're joining in the conversation in the discord you diehards if you are a diehard thank you so much for being one if you're not go join the conversation in the discord become a diehard uh someone spiked my juice i officially ruined the game <laughs> oh man it's just i like winning guys i just like winning that's mm. all what can i say what can i say okay, all right well with that i think that's a good enough that's a good spot to cut it off right jamie do you yeah, want me to do some more no, should i do some more celebrating no, no i'm good I'm good. Well, for Tyler, for Jamie, for Victory! <laughs> Victory Wash. Oh, man. I actually was the group practice person that did all the work, by the way. Yeah, I can totally see that. I literally would do everything. I can totally see that. Yeah, but I wouldn't even tell that I did everything. I uh, just knew it. Spiral Out said, when's the next PHLY event? This Saturday, actually. Uh, the Flyers crew is doing a Flyers watch party at my absolute favorite bar in the city, the New Wave Cafe. Uh, so you diehards get discounts. Uh, if you want to come out, you can check out the PHLY Flyers Twitter and other social media accounts. They'll have information for you. You can probably find it on the website as well. Uh, but one of my favorite bars in the city, New Wave Cafe, 3rd and Catherine in Queen Village. This Saturday is a PHLY Flyers event. So you can go watch the game with Charlie and Bill and maybe the rest of the crew and have a great time. So yeah, I encourage out, you to go out. do that. I love the new wave. It was my second home for a long time. Aww, come out, come out wherever you are. Jamie's already one I point out the door. I try and actually. You should. You it's, should. I, I feel like, you know, it's work in my favorite bar. So, like. Oh, yeah. I, it's I a mixture a, of, I like. Need, I need to be there. You do. You know what I mean? You do. Like, I have to tell my, my girls and my wife that. I, I need to be there to you do. support Bill and Charlie and the new wave. Yeah, you need to be there. Absolutely. I, I, think, it's a I think it's a work mandate. It is. It's a rule. It's yeah. another rule. Yeah. Another mm -hmm. unspoken rule. Guys, Jamie's already one foot out the door. There, yeah, no, you can I see. lost. And He's... you're wool whooping, and I want to get out of here. <laughs> and it is very late. This, of course, went over an hour. But thanks so much for sticking out and out with us and joining in on the show. And every show, we appreciate all you guys. Spiral Out, Marshall Lynch, King Krabs, Lisa, everybody that joins the show, all the Johns that join the show. We appreciate you. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. Enjoy that Victory Tuesday. And we'll see you back from our PHOY Phillies podcast tomorrow. <laughs> We all silly like the mayor.